Welcome to Whiskey Fent, where we believe every bottle of whiskey has a story to tell. Three guys, one bottle, endless bonding. Here are your hosts, Brian, Evan, and JJ. Hey guys, welcome back to Whiskey Fit. We are here today. We have a special guest uh, with us that I'll let introduce themselves here momentarily. But as always, uh, this is Evan on Whiskey Fit, and I am one of a three-headed monster, sometimes a three-headed blind mouse, but the other two are here. Say hello, guys. Hello, guys. Hi, guys. And here to my right is our special guest. I'll let them introduce themselves. This is Jason. Jason is one of our dear friends that we have known now, or I have known for three years, I believe three or four years. Almost four. And, yeah. Almost four. And we met Jason uh, through the gym as we have met other people before. Uh, that is not why we have Jason on here, though, is he's got a story and some whiskey that we are going to go through. But uh, Jason, as a side note, just so that everybody knows out there, he is um, he's a mountain of a man. That's a great way to explain it. He also is a competitive power lifter, and I do not mean recreationally competitive like Ryan and JJ and I are CrossFit. This God, man, I'm not that competitive. That was generous. That's a good point. That was very nice of you. <laughs> Jason is actually a a very well uh, respected power lifter. He deadlifts somewhere around I don't know, like 800 pounds, way more than any of us uh, can even dream of doing. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about whatever yeah. he wants to bring his whiskey. I mean, Maybe at some point. <laughs> might, there might be something that know. comes up. Whiskey and weights are pretty cool. I brought cool. the charted numbers just in case. Oh, good, so. good, good. Yeah. <laughs> you have a talking Prepared sheet in everything. your pocket just in yes. case? Yeah. It's good. Ryan does that shit, too. He's got a notebook in the, <laughs> yeah. his thing. I found it. Yeah. He keeps his, he keeps his personal bests. But, Jason, what are we? Uh, what'd you bring for us today? What are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking Balconies, Texas uh, Single Malt Whiskey. So I haven't bought anything that wasn't made in Texas in about a year. Um, This one's been on the shelf for a while. And for some reason I kept putting off buying it just because, just because I don't know. Um, So I thought I'd get it for today. Okay. And what was your affliction? Why did you not, you know, I kept wanting a reason. I kept wanting a reason to buy it, but okay. Cause so normally Balconies usually runs 37 to 40 bucks. This one, was not in that same price range, and so, so I, price I figured much higher. Not a lot higher, sixty-five bucks, no big deal. But oh, okay. right. I just figured there was something special about it. The reason they had it priced at what they did, and plus at the the liquor store I go to, Sam's Liquor Warehouse there on Custer and One Twenty One, he kept bringing in new flavors. Shout out for them. He's Sam's is awesome. Free, he's trying you to should get go see him. Do you also know them by first name? Like Ryan knows all of his liquor sellers yes. by first name. His name is Sam. He literally <laughs> just, like he just said that, and it's his so liquor they, warehouse. Okay, but do you know like the rest of the minions? Like, like I Ryan just know knows that the it's stalking his sons boy. and so on and so forth. Yeah, we always that's talk. That's just yes. called it's just called Com- being a good human being yes. and having conversations, nice and relationships with people. In fact, while I was at said goody 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 goody, this is going well. Wow, <laughs> this uh, is that all we did was open the bottle. How much did you all drink last night? Because I'm like. Jesus, we were at the I'm liquor store yesterday, and three of the kiddos were with me, and I introduced them to Brian, and Brian <laughs> had conversations with him and told stories all about me, and it was actually great. So I'm gonna be I mean, real honest, just, I, just I, relationships. Jason just jumped in because it is his whiskey. Jason jumped yeah. in and, and started to drink it already, but I gave it a little sniff, a little smell, and it, it is very, um, very flavorful just it's from the caramel-y. from the jump. Once again, JJ finds the caramel in it. Hey. 
I like he is a caramel from, guy. From this is the last episode where you're allowed to say caramel. No, first you got to start saying caramel say anymore. Just no, start no, saying no. caramel. No, 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 not yeah. caramel, caramel, <laughs> nothing. Damn it, no C notes for you anymore. All right, from here on, he's freaking surly today. He's, Dude, he's who pissed on, in your spiky, He's spiky today. I like it. Caramel's not even listed on the bottle. As <laughs> <laughs> an ingredient, right. this guy. So I can tell you that looking at well, have, have y'all? He sells. He smells caramel. Excuse me, Ryan. What do you smell? What do you got? Honey and um, actually a little like cinnamony. Um, what are the cinnamon candies? You know those little those, those red, little red discs. Those little red cinnamon. Those candies? are just church candies. Whatever those are. That's what I smell. Ladies had them. Butterscotch. The little red cinnamon discs and the little strawberries. That's how I smell. Honey and, and the cinnamon. Yep. Oh, yeah. it is 106 yeah, proof. 106 proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm going to be real. I'm just vomiting on myself. <laughs> so we said that Jason was a mountain of a man, and clearly, I mean, I don't know what Jason pushes right now, 260, 280, but this guy behind the uh, – 312. I was being nice. I didn't know I was, he's not going 260. He's, he's, okay, well, this 190-pound little twig over here just took a swig of this. And I felt like a freaking dragon just blew fire down my throat. That's one so, of the list of ingredients on the back. Dragon fire? The dragon fire? fire? Jesus. And that, now it was neat. So we'll see what the ice magma, does here. Magma did that to you there? But the bottle is pretty cool. So I asked a stupid question before we got on air that I was kindly was like, hey, are you a fucking idiot? But I'll let Jay and I'll let the smarter ones explain. So I see this date on the back. It says 8-14-20. And I'm so stupid. That I was like, oh, there's an expiration date. So it didn't even cross my mind that we're not even in year 2020 anymore. We're in year 2021. Maybe Ryan will chill out now because he actually drank some uh, whiskey. We'll see. But nice. so what is this? What's this date on the back? What does it mean? What so do- with single batch or s- small batch whiskey, they will date when it was bottled. And they also put a what when? batch and so on and so forth. Just, you know, a few more details about So we've explained. Made. We've explained this before, or y'all, they always have to explain. I, I hate to say that, but I'm, I'm the dum-dum on this. What does single batch mean? One batch. Oh, my God. There's small batch, and then there's single malt. <laughs> right. So does that so mean this that is, this mash, there was only so much of this mash made, or what does that mean that it's ahead, single Jay. malt you're, or you're, single? Go ahead. On it. He's on it. Uh, well, single malt right. is the way that it's made, yes. Okay. Small batch just means they only made so much of it. Correct. Like it's not a standard production. They're only going to make so many barrels a year or produce out that that they're actually going to sell. So this, so this is a single malt, okay. which for me, I'm not as well versed as, as these guys when it comes to. But it, the reason I I was intrigued by it because it was a Texas whiskey, but it's kind of labeled like it's a scotch. Right. You know, that's how they make scotches, single malt, blended, so on and so forth. Right. Well, this is the only one that they offer that was actually a single malt. It's, it's so the single malt is they have it's one malting right so that's when they uh, took the the grain from one year and then they made it into the alcohol that one year from that one thing and then that that went into a barrel then that barrel went into a bottle and the single malt small batch means it was one barrel right and then it was only a limited run so right. one distillery one distillery right. we, we, we established right. that so I guess my question is is so in 2021, they're also going to make a small batch. Yes. And then and they uh, that will have these quote unquote flavors and made that same way. Right. So this is their one 
so with them, they change the color of the label. So they have a baby blue, okay. a true blue, okay. um, a red, a red roasted, so on and so forth. Okay. Um, with the with this bottle, mm-hmm. that's really it's just their only single malt that they'll do. So basically, they're going to make it and then they're going to throw it away. So some other companies might, because you can use the malt from this one mm-hmm. and use it as a starter on the next one, okay. and which will speed up your process. They don't do that with this particular one. They don't reuse it. It's done. That's it. There's, then they didn't bring one from another one to get this kicked off to create the ferment and all that sort of stuff. The mother. So, so they're going to start from scratch in 2021, which I understand that. But I guess what I'm also trying to wrap my mind around is, are they essentially going to use the same ingredient list? That's probably the wrong word, but the same process, same ingredient list that they use in 2020, but they're starting from new. So there's going to be a little bit of a twist because there's always a little bit of a twist from batch yes. to batch. Correct. Correct. Okay, so when somebody comes to the table and says that it's this is a small batch that and it's uh they only bottled so many, they're going to do this again the next year and it's going to taste a little bit different, but they're going to do the same process. Right. And and, and this also is bottled in 2020, but I'm sure it's the aged age 24 months. Yeah, so aged at least 24 months in oak. So it was made a few years ago, right? Right. That makes sense. No, no, no I I'm following. I'm, I'm blinking because the fire now has gone from my throat. It also hits your eyes when you're you, welcome. When you take a little bit, it's of a, super good. You might and wear it, some goggles if you drink this. It, it is very tasty. Another reason that I, I did pick this because I know that y'all two are a flavor palate. I can taste this and taste that. And there is a I'm not that guy at all. But there is a long list of stuff sure. that there will be a test that I want to see. Basically, I'm crossing sure. them off as y'all go, and I'm not even going to look at that test. Right, yeah. just to see if y'all can get them all. Sure. Okay, while they're trying to figure all that, can you tell me what this little red wax, because the last time we saw anything that was red wax was the maker's mark that I was right on, just so that everybody remembers that JJ told me I was wrong on, but that's neither here nor there. There is a wax emblem on the side of this bottle that's obviously been stamped. It looks very much like what you would seal like an 1880s envelope that they would send. You would seal it with wax. What is that? Does anybody know? Texas seal. So it's it's no, so this doesn't, it's not any. There's nothing That's for the all Balconies does that? This is the first time I've ever drank Balconies, so I'm yes. literally asking all these questions. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, and they're made down in Waco. Yeah, um, which you is can awesome. go do a tour. Yep. Okay. It's, it's fantastic. So there was a – find it funny. There's a little story uh, about Balconies and then their, their distiller that was basically their guy that came up with all their flavors. And one of the reasons they haven't produced as many flavors as they have now is because he wanted to go one direction, and they were like, no, no, no. So there was a lawsuit over it. And at the end of the day, he was he was like, these are my flavors. These are my uh, – he won. So he was going to go start a new company. So the he distiller won. The won. No, the, the guy – yes, the, the employee, so to speak, okay. won because he said these are all my creations and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, but then he just took the money and hopefully in a couple of years he'll start making – his plan was to start his own thing again, but he hasn't. Um, so this now, is kind of like a situation with the Uncle Nearest deal. We found out that the real – person that was making Uncle Nearest was not actually – the real person that was making Jack right. Daniels was not actually – Jack. Jack. It right. was – I can't remember the gentleman's name. <clears throat> Nearest uh, Green. Nearest Green, Green is yeah. the one that was – so it's a very similar situation. Was the person the that, that was making yeah. the Balcones wasn't who they were saying it was. Right. And now, obviously, way back when it started, it was the Balcones family. And I think this guy – I don't have all the details on it. And you should – if you ever go to Sam's – and Sam is there. Ask him the story about Coney's because he tells it way funnier than I do. That's awesome. Because uh, <laughs> he says the guy, instead of making whiskey, he's out chasing. 
<laughs> For those of you that didn't catch on, he's chasing women. He's being, yes. he's being a very fine, upstanding gentleman, and he is courting women in only the finest way. Instead of making whiskey, which <laughs> I mean, he got a buttload of cash and yeah. just decided to go that way. But the whiskey's fantastic. As far as Texas whiskey goes, it's one of my favorites. I agree. Um, I, I see tasty. that on, on Instagram. You're always yes. – you follow – you know what we've been following for a while on Whiskey Wednesdays, and I always comment, or at least I almost always comment on your Whiskey Wednesday posts, <laughs> which are great that you're following our protocol. But um, you always have balconies on there, and that's it's pushed me to get so like the blue is the only one I had, the baby blue, and it is. I mean, it's phenomenal. It's, it's got a little easy, hint of butterscotch. It's a real easy. Drink. It's an easy drinker. It's a very Does it have uh, caramel in it. <laughs> this guy, I'm gonna turn his mic off. I'm sure if you drink it, it does. And uh, so, like, I know my wife really likes that because there's zero yes. chance she would sniff this and zero chance she would drink right. this. But like the baby blue, she drinks all the time. She really likes that one. What's awesome about Texas whiskey is that the I know that we don't necessarily drink whiskey for its particular alcohol content. Like that's irrelevant, but it ages so fast and goes up so quick that that's why they can keep it at a price point that's respectable because it doesn't take 12 years to get where it's going. You know, usually because of the heat or because of the heat, the alcohol content, once they barrel it shoots up so fast that they dehydrates the water burns off. So when you say, when you say it's Texas whiskey, it is all done in Texas. The only reason I question that is because like when you go to Fredericksburg to wineries or you go out uh, to St. Joe and all that, they'll honestly tell you that they get some of their grapes from the Lubbock area, but they still get a lot of their grapes from like California. Right. Yeah. Um, that I don't know the answer. I just know that all the distilleries are here in okay. Texas. Okay. That you know, and usually when you go into any Total Wine has it too. Sam's has it. They have a section of Texas whiskey. Okay. And so about a year ago, I just started picking bottle. Yeah. When I go in to buy, I want something new. Last night, I didn't want to open this, so I got one because I needed one for the house too, and it's called Rebecca Creek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's only it's eighty proof. It's a bunch of blended really whiskeys from Texas. Bet, yeah. Smooth drink, like yeah. Much yeah. more, much more, hundred ninety pound person. Yes, it would have been closer. I started to bring it for you, but I didn't want to bring you a sippy cup. How did you describe yourself, Twiggly? Well, compared to everybody at this freaking table, yeah, I'm Twiggly. You got two sixty, two ten, and three twelve sitting next to me. Yeah, well, it's because you refuse to eat. I don't know, man. Well, I used Ryan Scale and it said three fifteen, but I know my, I'm wearing shoes today, so I right. took the three pounds off. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there are uh, a lot of great Texas whiskeys, and we've talked a little bit about them before, where. We're just now in the last couple of years really get to experience them. A lot of the Texas whiskeys were companies that like 2008, 2009, after housing crisis and stuff like that, a lot of these folks got into that uh, business. But of course, you can't, unless you source your whiskey, you can't make it in 12 months. Right. So a lot of them started with clears. They started with vodkas and tequilas and stuff. And over the last two or three years, you've seen all of these Texas whiskeys coming on the market yes. The cool thing is that they've been sitting around Asian for six years or eight years or whatever it may be. So I think as many good ones as there are now with Texas whiskeys, it's only going to get better now. You know, it might take a hundred years to rival (laughs) Kentucky or Tennessee or something like that. It depends on the flavor that you like too. Yeah. You know, I I drank Jack Daniels growing up, but I really never liked the flavor. I always had to mix it with Coke and so on and so forth or Sprite. Um, What I found with these is that I, the only thing I ever need is a piece of ice, yeah. you know, if that, depending on how the whiskey tastes. So it's funny that you bring that up because I've, for my job, I have to do a lot of driving. So I get to do a lot of thinking while driving. And we were thinking about, I was thinking about a lot I of I thought you were going to say drinking while driving. I was, I was, I was going there too. I'm like, huh. 
Jesus, guys. We had oh, this conversation guys. on the last... Uh, we, know, we know better. We literally did a last episode about this, about me not doing it because of that entire I thing. But a lot of thinking while driving, because we've talked about before mixers, and then one of the episodes that we talked about is the... Uh, Ryan does the diet Coke yeah. and whatever it was. I can't. Azul? Cruising and uh, cruising, cruising and Coke. Cruising and but yeah, I, I'd be interested on where that started because when you talk to people about, well, yeah, I like to mix my whiskey with Coke or Sprite or ginger ale or whatever, and you say, well, what do you like to mix them with? And it's always usually like Jack, Evan Williams. It's the very um, – Syrupy ones. It's the syrupy ones, like I call them, or rye heavy. Sure. Um you never hear somebody be like, yeah, I'm going to go with a Makers and Coke or I'm going to go even yeah. with a Balcones. Do you hear Makers and Coke? Yeah. Uh, hell, I've, I've never heard Makers and Coke because the, the, what I call drier or the less uh, sweet, and this would fall under that Balcones. Like I right. would not put this in a Coke. And to be honest, this is not my favorite whiskey I've ever drank in the world, but you would ruin it by putting yeah, it in a yeah. Coke. It would not be good with Coke anyway. No. And so I don't – Neither here nor there. So the only way you would have to pour so much coke in there that you killed the flavor of it. So yeah, you're and just, then you're just drinking coke, right? Yeah, and it's, it's at that price point, yeah. it's stupid to do that. So, okay. Well, I have a question as far as it transitions, yeah. kind of tears things, or pulls some things together from your lifestyle. So you and I have chatted before. You're a large man. You also enjoy beer at times, or at one point yes. or another, you did enjoy yes, beer quite and, a bit, and you made a jump to the whiskey. Because you're training competitively and you're training six days a week, um, waking up at four in the morning, doing your training, then going working, you know, twelve hour shifts, being a full time dad, all the whole thing that sounds very very tough to do. How does this play into your training? I mean, when you, for those of you, we're not. This is not a training podcast, but for those of you that are trying to wrap your mind around it, I mean, this gentleman is doing workouts where he's having to take anywhere between his 90, 90% of his maximum, sometimes heavier than that, which is six, 700 pounds. Does this affect it? Do you know when you've drank three or four glasses of whiskey the night before, do you line it up to where like, I'm not going to do it? How's that work? Um, yes and no, not anymore because obviously I manage it. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, beer was the issue because I don't have one or two beers. It's usually eight or nine beers. Um, Fair. Just because. Because um, you're a large there. man. They sell them in boxes of 12. I mean, that so you like got a challenge, right? <laughs> right? You have to finish the box. Everything is one serving, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, beer was causing a bloat issue, hydration issue, all that sort of stuff. I, I mean, I, I think it's delicious. But as far as that goes for training, the next day, the alcohol, so to speak, wouldn't cause an issue. I don't have, it doesn't create extra fatigue or so on and so forth. But the way belt fit, getting into position, that sort of stuff, it would have an effect. And then basically, we were at my brother-in-law's house on a Sunday, and we might have had a few beers playing cornhole. Mm -hmm. And my stomach was to the point that my wife was like, you are huge. I went home and just got on the scale. Just That was 320 pounds. Right. She's like, no more beer. Yes, ma'am. You know? She goes, that's what it is. Because it's not like I was drinking and that I'd gotten, you know – Tore up and had, you yeah. know, a ton. We'd went out, family lunch thing. And, I mean, it just it, it goes straight to my belly and just makes me huge to where that I'm uncomfortably uncomfortable. And she was like, no more beer until after nationals. And then that's just became such a habit that, you know, after a long day, I work outside. So, I mean, I might have a couple beers randomly, but never if I have training the next day at this right. point. Because it's, you know, we have the Pioneer coming up and we have – uh the North American Championships in November, right? You know, so it just it, it had an effect on that. I can have 
we can have dinner. I get home, have dinner, have a, uh, if you're trying to knock the day off, so to speak, yeah. right? To get to that same point that you're trying yeah. to get to mentally and physically, that might be six beers or it could be a glass of whiskey. I'd much rather just have the glass of whiskey. Yeah. We kick on the radio in the kitchen. Right. Me and my wife are sitting at the kitchen table. The kids are dancing. You know, it's just that kind of day. You know, with beers, it didn't have quite that same effect. So then Doc, in your Doc wisdom, is that more just because it's the amount of liquid that's being taken or is that a possibility of, not to get too nerdy here, is that like a possibility of a carbohydrates and sugar and, and so it's not like a reaction that his body may just no be it's it's probably so there's there's no yeast left in that there's still yeasts left in the in the beer okay um mm-hmm. you know it's like if you've ever if you've ever gone and drank draft beer and like felt like crap afterwards it's probably they didn't clean the lines probably because of the sugar and the yeast Lip from on. that so it's it's that they if they don't flush the lines properly if they don't clean the lines in, in a bar Man, I, I'll get a hangover almost instantly from from bad draft beer. Not even it's not bad beer. It's just it's um, a beer that's like they didn't flush the lines properly over the past couple weeks. Huh. So and whiskey is keto friendly. All you keto people oh, out there, yes. right. it is diet. It is. Nah, I'm sold. Ryan's been Ryan's <laughs> no, been, nobody at this table, but I mean it's cool. Ryan, what? what You're, you subscribe to keto? No, no, I don't. 100%. No. That that it's the what you were just talking about. I enjoyed beer, but I never, like, I never liked drinking six, eight, right. ten beers. It was just like, I just don't want to do that. And so when I started drinking whiskey, it was the same thing where it was like, I'd have a whiskey or two and be like, man, I'm, head's already foggy. Like, God, that was quick. And I like that, that I could, exactly what you just said, come home, knock off the day with literally just a two-finger pour of whiskey, right. depending on which one I choose, knock off the day and feel great about it. Right. And then the next day, not have to worry about anything as far as training or working out or any of that kind of stuff. And that's what got me into it, too. So would uh, you – sorry to – No, you're right. Would you put this – now that you've had it, yeah. is it your favorite Balconus? Is it not your favorite Balconus? Where does it rank? Because you've had the other Balconus. You've had other Texas whiskeys. I know you said it's your favorite Texas whiskey, but how does it – Compared to the rest of the Balconas. This, this one particularly, the the soft red one is my favorite. That's usually my go-to if I'm working in and I don't have time to look. I'll pick that up. Or Baby Blue is mm-hmm. the yeah. second. Um, this out? is a bottle, just like we're doing today, and, and not, not to be cheesy or whatever, that I would buy to share with friends. Yeah. Um, it's got all – it's got – for the guys that, that taste the flavors and so on and so forth and that sort of thing. I don't like to spend 70 bucks on myself. I mean, uh, not that I won't, but <laughs> no, that one is harsh. It's a softer red. It does, have, yes. Um, so I still, that one is really good, but no. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'll uh, take a we'll picture. I'll take a picture and send yeah, it to you. Oh, for two. If you'd like to go for the strike. No, but see, they do. Balconies was awesome. Yeah. They released a, a uh, Shiner Bach Balconies. Huh. And when I saw it, um, you know, I followed Cody sure. Jinks on Instagram. Sure. 100%. And, uh, Who that? His tour manager. Don't even uh, worry about it. You showed a bottle of it. And before I started it. looking, they had already pulled it from the they website. So I'm it. ready for next year when they, you know, because they release out, them once yeah. a year. Like that sort of stuff is cool. Right. Um, Garrison Brothers is another. Yep. It's on the expensive side for Texas whiskey. Like uh, it's it's really delicious. Yeah. Um, I was how's, it, at, how's this compared to TX? I know that's one of the popular Texas whiskeys, and I have, I've only drank TX probably one time. I can't remember. So, was, so TX is very TX vanilla. Is a TX is a Texas whiskey. <laughs> Ignore my friend. 
Okay. <laughs> I was just, I'm, I'm proud TX that you actually TX has a lot of that. vanilla taste. It is very, uh, so the whiskey cakes that my wife makes that are amazing, um, she uses that for, for that. It's, it's kind of a, and I, if you love it, I'm not talking on you. It right. is what it is, but it's a little bit trendy on the trendy side yeah, uh, because it's, it's easier to drink and say, I'm drinking whiskey. It's a good starter whiskey, that sort of Correct. thing, to work yourself yep. into it. Mm-hmm. You can put a little ice, a splash of water. You taste more vanilla than you do the burn and the whiskey taste of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never say no if you offer me a drink of it. <clears throat> I don't Agreed. normally buy it myself, though, right. You know, unless she's making whiskey cakes. Yep. And then, of course. Yes. Yeah, but absolutely. seriously, in those, they are one for 15 and two for 25. Uh, they always sell out, so make sure you get your orders in. When I post, she's making whiskey cakes. Yep. <laughs> I, I highly endorse them. Yes. They're delicious. So this is, uh, it's got a little bit more bite. <clears throat> we put it on ice. Um, man, it is, it is still. Full disclosure, I'm, I think I still may be drunk from poker last night. It was this a whiskey poker right thing. Here. Like it's it's it, Like, it's a great whiskey. My palate is just torched today. We should have gave him the day off. Yeah. Hey, we should have left said, him out on this one. Have we said cinnamon yet? Has yeah, cinnamon that was, the, that was cinnamon literally said, the first thing I said. Cinnamon yeah. is definitely something that I pick up there. And then, I don't know why, but. It's and I don't know how to explain this. And Ryan, maybe you can help me. Is I taste a wood, but it's not the same as like a Scotch wood, where right. Scotch is like woody and smoky. Yeah. This is like a this is more of a woody cinnamon, cinnamon-y. Yep, you got it. Um, like a bark though, like the bark of something. I don't know. The it the the oaky wood mm-hmm. flavor that you're mm-hmm. tasting that's very specific to Texas. Period. That's one yes. of. That's one of Texas whiskey's like call signs. Mm-hmm. They're they're really oaky, or what you'll find more is they're really mesquite, like a Texas mesquite. Mm-hmm. That's really one of their identities. They will usually tell you how long correct it was in a yes. specific wood barrel. Example: this one aged at least twenty four months. Yeah, in, in oak. oak, and this one was in an oak Just barrel. Oak. So that's a good pool. Right. So there's a, you know those a, are good pools. I, I did. I, I made wine once upon a time in my life, and. Um, there is a difference. I'd actually be interested to know in this one, like what kind of oak they put it in. Cause like American oak in, mm. in wine is different than like Hungarian oak or French oak and these types of things. Cause they, it switches up and it gives a different flavor profiles and stuff like that. The different styles of oak where they're grown and stuff. So it's interesting. I, I, I it would be something to dig down a little bit in them. Evan's face. Evan. When he takes a drink <laughs> Dude, is so it's good. Like, uh, on ice is, uh, the man, like, the flavor profile crazy changed. It, Comes up. it came way out yes. like very fruity. These like um, dried figs or apricots or something like that just kind of exploded out of there. Apple and pears, pears. pears. Back. I, can, I can feel pears for sure <laughs> or taste pears. That is oh, caramel's yeah. not listed, but toffee is, and toffee and caramel are very close. Uh, that, that, now you've given me my new <laughs> word. Thank toffee. you. Toffee. Toffee. <laughs> ha. Bitches. On ice, all those came out. Time. <laughs> so, like I, like, I didn't have all that. Um, <laughs> I really have Suggestion. And this is just gain weight. I don't no, know. <laughs> weight has nothing to do with it. But it, whether you have sip testicles or you take a drink, the burn and whatever is the same. It's the same. So, if you're trying to get past it, you might as well take a drink. It's like ripping a bandaid off. Yes, because Ooh. at least then you'll be where you're at a place where you're like, oh, I don't need to put a nipple on this cup. Type situation. Wow. I drink my whiskey on nipples. I look, guys. I I'll wear my I wear my uh, my insults here, and he he is correct. I take very dainty sips. 
I told you, I'll get me a thimble next time that we start yeah. drinking like heavy stuff. No. If you, um, if you look at that, like if you just look at the fla- the color profile of that, or like look at how dark that is. Oh, yeah. Right? It's a very dark profile in I that pulled bottle. pulled like a lot of oak on that. That's one. a lot of oak in there. Yeah. It, it screams oak in there. And it genuinely like, so we took it, I took it neat. And they all laughed at me because as soon as I took it neat, the first thing I did was turn away from the mic because I thought that I was about to spit out fire. It looked like he was like and in then, a plane getting ready to hit out three Gs. <laughs> it's like his face was pulled back. <laughs> <laughs> so then I took two more. TFG. Two more uh, like on neat. And it was a lot easier. And then we put it on ice and it was basically like repeat. Uh, I took the first sip and it was the same thing. But. It is. It's one of those deals that you you can gradually get into. I definitely, if I redid this, I would immediately go to ice, and I yes. probably would throw a splash of water just to help somebody like me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I'm I'm just not as into the punch you in the face. And we've established it several times. I like Irish whiskey, which Irish whiskey is generally eighty proof, and this yes. is over a hundred, and it. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. You know it as soon as it hits your lips. So, so it's it's kind of interesting. I like I liken this a little bit to the horse soldier um, 120 proof. The uh, barrel strength. The barrel strength one for sure. And it, it's it's very similar in that. This is probably this actually might be tastier. I, I that's what I was about to say. Yeah, is like exactly. that one. That one's that 120 is like that's 14 more percent right than this. That thing punches you in the head right. hard. And this one in a good way. Yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> For me, I love that. One. I know that's a good one, but this one, yeah. this one has a lot more like flavors to mm-hmm. it, like subtlety and and ways to dig in and dig out of this one. Like you can pull different stuff out of this one, and it changed significantly putting ice on it. It's still, again, my my taste buds are torched. So for uh, Father's Day, Crystal got me a um, small batch Devil's Run. Uh, oh yeah. River, but it was 130 proof single barrel. Oh, oh Jesus! So I used the big square <sighs> pieces of ice, yeah. right? And I would put the ice in the cup, and then I'd pour it into about half the ice, and then all of a sudden the ice would just shrink up, and it looked like a letter T <laughs> floating around in my glass. That's kind of because awesome. that was 130 proof. 130 proof. So okay. that bottle took a while. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? But uh, was it tasty? <laughs> yes. Once you let it cool down, it was not a okay. You know, so I would pour it and I would let it sit. So the first thing I did, the first drink I took of it, I was like, "Wow, that's rocket fuel." You know, <laughs> what happened? Basically, just did right, same thing, but it let it took, sit on the know, ice for a minute, yeah. and it, it completely changed it. <laughs> yeah. You know, to where that it was drinkable. Yeah, the, um, I have a uh, barrel. Was it dovetail? And I think that's one twenty six or one twenty seven. And I explained that my my. I bought it, right? I was all excited. And one night I had had a few drinks. We had family in town. And my brother-in-law and I sat down on a fireplace. It was like, oh, I got a, this is like midnight or one o'clock. So we already had drinks in. And I said, oh, I got, I got this new whiskey. Let's try it. It's high proof. Let's try it. So I poured a little splash in there, neat. And I hadn't had it either with him. And we both sat down on the fireplace and uh, took a sip. <laughs> and I thought I was going to catch my carpet on fire when I exhaled. <laughs> it was so hot. But after a few times, of, not that night, right. but after a few times of drinking it and putting it on a little ice, it's gotten softer. It's Anyway, that was a high one. Yeah, no. I think 120 is my, my ceiling. You you start Just to learn done. what you like. And I hate to compare it to weightlifting. No, I don't. That's what I compare everything to. That's what you do. But eventually, as your max goes up, where you would 
I, I used to put my sleeves on at 200 pounds, like, yeah. but now my, my, my one rep max is up, so I don't put my sleeves on until I get 300 pounds, whatever. Right. Same, thing. Same thing with this. I drink this. If I was at the house, obviously yeah. I'd drink it straight over ice. That Rebecca Creek that I was drinking last night that was delicious, no ice, just poured it straight in the glass, and it was delicious. You know, But it's 80 proof versus 106 proof like this. You learn to be able to find the flavors of what you drink, but it's it's no different than – I have an employee that just turned 21. He's like, I want to drink whiskey. Tell me about whiskey, so on and so forth. And I'm he like, hasn't drank start. whiskey and he's only 21? Well, he has, but he's like, I want to be able to go to the bar. What do I order? Yeah, <laughs> yes. What do I buy? Right. I'm like, start soft. Don't don't start where I'm at, so to speak, because you'll hate whiskey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you'll ruin it. You'll put you know, one finger pour and then fill the cup up with water. Or Coke. Like we just talked <laughs> or about Coke. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, I'm drinking whiskey. You know, but learn how to learn what you taste and then you can figure out what you like. But if you just jump off up here, it's going to be different. It's funny that you say that because I, so yesterday I went to lunch with a bunch of friends and my brother was one of them and we were talking about training. Um, And it doesn't matter what we were talking about, but basically the conversation went down to this, what I call is it's a dose redose type deal. Uh, And it's how the human body does everything. Whether it is emotional reactions, whether it's hormonal reactions, whether it's physiological, like specific muscle, like it's dose redose. You dose something, your body reacts to it, and then it's a redose after that. And when you redose, if you've done it the correct way, you can always redose at a higher dose yeah. than you first. It's the, I believe it's the general adaptation syndrome. If my uh, missiology that uh, serves he's, me he's correct, being nerding out over he paid here, like ninety grand for that <laughs> single line. Yeah. <laughs> Like ninety grand. But for a I could hand it only cost me sixty five dollars at a bottle exactly. of whiskey to learn it. <laughs> Way better. I can hand read this shit on the internet. I'm gonna post it. it on Instagram yeah. later. Hans Selye. <laughs> and I had to go. Anyway. And I had to be in a fraternity. Exactly. Oh. Oh. oh, so now we're up fraternity. to buying your friends with 130k. So wow. But I do appreciate that because fraternity. it is something that I have noticed since we've started this podcast is that now, like I know. When, because every Thursday night, I always end up with my brother and my dad and, and our wives and our children. And we're usually hanging out and it's always whiskey. So Ryan does Whiskey Wednesdays. De facto, we end up doing Whiskey Thursdays because that's just when the family can get together. Schedule is what it is. It's scheduled, but. I mean, it doesn't rhyme, but that's fine. Well, no. He's not OCD like me. Sometimes Sorry. I take my picture on Tuesday because I'm off right. on Wednesday. You have to post it on I post it on Wednesday. 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 That's the only whiskey thing Wednesday. that makes sense. That's all that matters exactly. is what social media sees. Exactly. That's how Obviously, I value my truth. life. 100%. You know, Anyway, what go the ahead, hell have I walked into? <laughs> go ahead, it's fine. So, but one thing I have noticed, and uh, 100%, is that they always bring their own different type of whiskeys. And my dad brought, um, I can't think of it right now, but he brought a new whiskey on Thursday night. When I pour Jameson Proper 12 Red Breast, I know that I'm going to gulp that because I, yeah. I know that I, like, I know what to expect, I know how it's going to taste, how it's going to feel. Um, whereas we'll bring, like I would bring that Belfort or I brought, um, damn it. I can't remember the, the third one that I brought at one point. Oh, did the, you bring the, the knot? Did you no, I did not bring the knot. You should have. Shout out. Sorry. No, I brought the, uh, Jameson black. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I do encourage phenomenal. you to try the Jameson black because it's really not good. Irish. It is Irish, but it's their rye version. Yeah. It's right? really good. So it's their American, it's their American rival version. Now when we're out at restaurants mm-hmm. and I order a drink after dinner, it's mm-hmm. always Jameson. Because you know that everybody has it. It's a nice casual drink to have. And it's easy. It's easy. But it, yep. And that's what, when I know, like I'm going to pour a big pour, like I know what I'm expecting then. Whereas a new whiskey, I'm going to 
I mean, make fun of me. I'm going to pour like a single finger because right. I'm not a hundred. First of all, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like I'm going to try to finish it, even if I hate it. And if I yeah. pour three fingers of a new thing and I don't, like if I would have yeah. poured four fingers or three <laughs> fingers of this, like, oh man, it would have been tough. That's why I'm I pour something kind of small because I'm going to finish it. But like I'm, Jason just topped everybody off and they came over to me and I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. This is, <laughs> I'm straight where I'm at right now. But it is, it's funny how it always, it comes back to lifting or it comes back to you can 100% trace everything back to a pretty simple, um, what is the word? Pretty simple system, if you will. So I'm with you. So well, what do you think? So we, we've been around. We've had it uh, neat. We've had it on ice. We've tried to drink it and couldn't. <laughs> you, you won't be just <laughs> staring at me because I've got it up to my mouth. Right I just like to see the facial reaction. Uh so we need to go around and close this thing out, I think. Yeah. And so and give us our uh, thirty second thing. Dude. Yeah, Jay has listened to our podcast before. I mean, the, the we'll start with we'll let Jay go last. Uh, we'll start with Ryan. Sure. Forty five seconds to a minute. You might mess somebody on the side of the road or at the bar or whatever. Yep. And we've got Balcones single malt, Texas single malt. Um, what uh, what are you going to tell somebody, Ryan? So this is a uh, Jay. Jay hit it really well earlier where he said. This is one of those, in my opinion, uh, you get home, it's Friday night, you've had a hell of a week at work or whatever it may be, kids are crazy, and you're just trying to forget the week and reset and get in your weekend, enjoy it, that's what this is for. This is a, um, I'm going to share it with friends, I'm going to end a Friday night with, and a, and a hard week, with probably a single, right, pour, of like a double, two finger, and that's probably about it. If I'm going to have two two finger pours, it's going to be rough. So if I'm a brand new drinker, no, no, I no. think I, if I'm going to get into like a Texas and a Balcones, I'm going to start with that baby blue. Yes, I'm going to work my way in. This is when I've got a little more mature palate, and I just want to end the week. That's what I would do with this one. JJ agreed. Um, don't start here. Um, this one is, is a punch you in the face whiskey. Um, and don't drink it in a good way. The, it's and like I'm not. It's not a knock. It's just it no. is, it's going to it's going to hit. It's going to hit hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of really complex flavors to it. This thing it is, is for complex. your this thing is for your seasoned um, whiskey aficionado. So yeah, uh, I like to think of things in like situations. Like what would you do? Like how would you do this in a situation? Jason already hit it. It's a very friend thing. This is a in my yeah. head. This is a very first of all. I don't drink. I would not drink this in the summer. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a dead of winter, like, maybe in Minnesota. Yeah, this is a this is a dark like this is a dark Spanish red wine for those of you that are wine people or like this is a dark dessert wine um, for those of you that are wine people. But this is a middle of a winter. Dessert. It's not a dessert wine. It, the, no. <clears throat> All right. Well, this is my forty five seconds telling somebody on the side of the road. So <laughs> I just hijacked that shit. My no, forty five seconds. You are wrong. <laughs> Uh, this is Outback. There's probably a fire going. Uh, I also like if you are a if you're a younger person and you're in your early 20s or you're in your mid 20s or basically you're going to meet like a girl's dad for the first time and and you're trying to pick up a whiskey that makes you seem maybe a little more sophisticated than you are. Not picking up cruising rum, but maybe you're trying to show your sophistication. Sure Balcones uh, single mart would be a would be a hell of a go to. You give yeah. it to your. Uh, Possible future father-in-law, he's going to respect the shit out of you. Um, I would not tell anybody that doesn't know what's going on with whiskey to try this because it's just going to end up slap. Especially if you want to get your future father-in-law drunk and yeah, 
do what you need to do. Yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> My God. Yeah. yeah. Jason, you brought it. We'll let you close it. What would you tell somebody if you had the chance? It's good whiskey. Personally, for me, I'm one of those guys that like to to get where I'm going rather quickly. Mm. Um, Efficiency is what we call that. Yes. Uh, like I said, uh, it's got good flavor. It's got good taste. And it's got the the right punch to where that you feel like I'm taking a drink because I want to take a drink. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it. You know, I don't – the details of the flavors, I'm not that guy that goes, oh, I, I taste the caramel or the oak or the hint of this. Right, right, right. When I take a drink, I, I either taste good or bad. I either <laughs> like it or I don't. And There's nothing I'm wrong not with that. that. Don't, very let them, don't let them shame you. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Listen, I – my brother-in-law and sister-in-law come to the house, and we play, we play dominoes. We play forty-two, Hell yes. and we drink a bottle of whiskey. Hell yes. Me and him, that's what we do. And he swirls it in the glass, and he sniffs it, and he can tell me he he would name every list on there. And I'm like, cool, I like it, and I take a drink. You know what I mean? There's some simplicity in that. <laughs> it oh, really is because it's either Tracy. good or bad. You know. So I don't. It wouldn't take me forty five seconds on the side of the road. I'd be like, buy this one because I like it. That's what I would tell him. Boom. What What I like the most about this whole thing is the fact that the two real men at this table that that have beards. Thank you. I appreciate that. The two real men with beards at this table. That's not you, baby face. <laughs> love this whiskey. And the two without beards. Hey, I love the whiskey. No, there's. Oh, I agree no, with no, what no, Evan no, no, said. No, no, no. Though. Okay, I like. No, you, no, no. We have 41 minutes of recording that said it was like, oh my god, it's so hard. Oh my gosh, this is rough. That's because I look. I'm, I'm not the one that I, bitched out on poker last night. All I'm going to say is that if I was, I appreciate that, Evan. If I was trying to back up, oh, here's the backup beeper. Beep beep. That's what I hear from JJ. If I was in JJ's situation right now and I was sitting here a little hungover from last night, my first drink would have been a shot. Table and said, I would have took I'm a shot, hair of the dog, right. I would have got where I wanted to go, right. and then Efficiency, I would have took another drink. It's all 40, about getting where you want to be. Seconds complaining about it. That's what he did. Oh, 41, 42 enough. minutes now. <laughs> oh, man. That's what he did. So that we don't chase this rabbit too far, we really appreciate everybody listening. Jason, we appreciate you coming on and the Balcones. It was, uh, it was a very, it was a great experience. It's, it's a very good whiskey. Um, there's no question about that. Especially when you, you grow up, up. you'll love When it. I grow up and I'm a real boy. When, uh, when I get I some will, hair on my testicles. Yeah, maybe, all those things. <laughs> all of those things, I will definitely drink more of this. But we do appreciate you coming on. We hope Thank everybody enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hope everybody enjoyed listening. The next time, we'll catch you on Whiskey Fit.